You're listening to the Dogcast, episode number 158. Dogs take on Central Michigan Chippewas and Dan LaFerver. Bring it on. Alright, dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 158. My name's Derek, and I've got with me my co-host, Old Dog, as usual. Old Dog, it is pre-game for Central Michigan Chippewas versus the University of Georgia Bulldogs this week. You know, we kick off at 3.30 on Fox Sports Net South. Most people are going to be able to watch it on TV. Uh, how are you feeling about these Chippewas? Do you want to start off with the Chippewas, or do you want to start off with something else? I mean, no, let's start off with the Chippewas and go from there. Um, you know, starting off, they're a very politically incorrect team. Yeah, I, how how so? You know, I mean, I thought there was a big move afoot, you know, a long time ago. You know, if any reference to, uh, you know, any kind of Indian tribe or, or culture or anything, you know, had to be done away with. And, uh, you know, here's this little band of folks from Michigan clinging to the Chippewas. Wow, you know. And, you know, Chippewa, you know, that's a pretty kind of a wimpy Indian name, wouldn't you say? It sounds like a a little squirrel instead of an Indian, you know? It does. Sounds like it'd be a cute little Indian, you know? Yeah, cute. Yeah, so we got the Chippewas. Probably like those Indians, you know, that they used to sing, you know, like one little, two little, three little Indians. (laughs) You know, those were probably Chippewas. (laughs) And and that is the first and last time that I will sing on the uh, dog cast. Yeah, let's keep it that way, okay? So we got the Chippewas coming into town. Um, you know, I, I got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to keep this show quick and dirty, though. We know we got Jeff Owens out for the season, as we reported in the last show. Good news about Jeff Owens is he says he is definitely going to take the medical red shirt, definitely going to come back next year, play one more season. That's huge for us. We've got Clint Bowling coming back this week, too, off of his one-game suspension to help out on offensive line. That's a big deal for us. It is, and Cade Weston is still out for at least this game. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back for Carolina, which, you know, again, you just, you know, with with Owens out, uh, got a lot of youngsters right there in the middle of the line. Well, you know what? The good news is, two good things about about this Cade Weston thing. Word around the campfire is... He's pretty much, I think he could play. I think he could have played last week. I think he is resting up because he knows we're going to need him down the stretch. He's resting. I, I, I hesitate to say he's resting because he can, but the Chippewas are not going to take it up the gut, okay? No. They're not a between-the-tackles rushing machine. They run a big spread crafted after Urban Meyer's offense. They're going to look a lot like, or they're going to hope, that they look a lot like Troy from last year. If you remember, Troy came in, uh, never really threatened us, but were able to put up some points. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, you know, I tell you though, I think Troy has a lot better caliber football player than Central Michigan does. Uh, Troy, 
I think if Central Michigan were to play Troy, Troy would probably handle them pretty easily. Right. Well, you know, Troy comes from a better football part of the country. I well, mean, you know, they're just going to have – yeah, too. oh, yeah, tr- I'm telling you. I mean, you know, man, that's like the damn – you know, that's almost as good as being a Spartan if you're from Troy. Yeah, no kidding. That's pretty good. You know, they got the proud tradition over there with the whole Troy thing, you know. But, hey, this week, Central Michigan Chippewas, they've scored 30 points in seven straight games. Um, last week, they beat Eastern Illinois 31-12. to so, I mean, they're, you know, I, I'm a little worried. I mean, what do you think it's going to take for Georgia to beat these guys? Well, I really don't think there's any way we can. I think if the Chippewas show up, we're done for. Oh, I tell you, I hate to hear you say that because that, you know, that's kind of like the kiss of death for us. If that's they right. get off the bus, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that basically what you're saying? That's it. I mean, Uh, that's for our friends in Chicago. Oh, man. Well, let's talk about this stinking billboard. Have you heard about the billboard they got for this guy? Yeah. This quarterback, LaFerver? Yeah, it's 30 feet tall and 10 feet wide, and it cost them 50 grand and all of this stuff. And I'll tell you what it boils down to. When you start playing real football teams, you don't talk, hey, you know, when we teed up against Auburn, when we teed up against LSU, when we teed up against Tennessee, hell, when we even teed up against the OBC and the Fighting Gamecocks, you don't have articles about billboards and, <laughs> you know, who sees it and this and that. You know, I mean, they're just looking for stuff right now. But wait, but a, wait, 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 I'm wait. Sure, I'm sure it's a very nice, tastefully done billboard. Well, I'm actually looking at a picture of it. I'm actually holding in my hands... You hear that right there? I do. I'm holding in my hands the August 15th USA Today sports page, and I've got a picture of this billboard. Champions come standard at CMU. High-octane offense, more miles per game. Is it as nice as they say it is? Yeah, it's pretty nice. The funny thing about it is it's on the side of a baseball stadium. I don't really understand what the hell that's all about, but listen. These guys are two-time MAC conference champions, picked to be a three-in-a-row MAC conference champion. Do you know who they, they are? The play? MAC daddy of the MAC. Do you know who plays in the MAC? Do you know who they have to go through to get to that kind of schedule? I mean, to get that I, kind of championship. I do not. I I hate to say it. I do not know. Let me just give you a listing of some of the powerhouses of the MAC. You've got Bowling Green, Ooh. Buffalo, Temple, Akron. Kent State, Ball State, Eastern and Western Michigan, and, of course, Central Michigan, all the Michigan directions. Plus, you've got Northern (laughs) Illinois and Toledo. Sounds a lot like Ohio State's schedule. (laughs) It does. It sounds a hell of a lot like Ohio State's regular season schedule. I'm telling you what, we've got the two-time Mac Daddy Conference champions coming with their preseason Heisman candidate, six foot three, two hundred twenty-nine pound dual threat Dan LaFervor. Very Tebow-esque. Very Tebow-esque. He has. Let me tell you, last year he had 19 rushing touchdowns, 27 passing touchdowns. He threw for more yards than Tebow. He rushed for more yards than Tebow. 
He he did everything more than Tebow last year. So I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Tebow, he didn't. He didn't Tebow deliver more babies. Tebow performed more surgeries <laughs> than he did. Saved more lives. Stopped more terrorists. Save probably saved untold solar systems. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to get off on Tebow. We got to start saving Tebow stuff. You know, there's um, so much. I know, I know. It's a deep well. So the game's at three thirty this Saturday. Let's talk about um, we we've you know we've talked about Jeff Owens. We've hit on the fact that Clint Bowling is back. What do you think we need to do, really? I mean, what what are we what are you looking for out of this game? More end well, zone kicks. I would love to see some end zone kicks. One thing that I would like to see is probably a little more ball control from the offense. I mean, granted, we put up forty five points last time, but we did it quick. Uh, you know, Georgia Southern had more time of possession, had more uh, more plays run. I think they ran about 19, 20 more plays than we did. Uh, you know, again, we were running through them, and it's awfully hard to tell some guy not to score a touchdown. I mean, you know, look what Noshon did. You know, 100, 112 yards total, uh, you know, all-purpose yards and three touchdowns. But it would be good, especially in that kind of heat, I'd love to see a couple long time consuming drives. Uh it'd be just to get the offense used to that because we're gonna need that, you know, with some games coming up here. Well, you know, we also talked about I don't know if you noticed this, we didn't really talk about this much in the post game show, but a lot of we got a lot of emails and a lot of fan comment from about the fact that the Bulldogs looked a little tired. They looked at kinda of hit the wall in that third and fourth quarter. And um you know, Coach Rick actually talked about that on uh, after Tuesday's practice, and he actually had practices over on the field turf, what used to be known as artificial turf, which, as you know, is much, much hotter. I'm telling you, and I've actually done push-ups on that AstroTurf at the Woodruff push-up at the Ooh, Woodruff man. practice fields. I'm telling you, you do push-ups in August on that field, you think that your hands are going to fry like eggs. That turf is so hot so he's been testing them and in like ultra hot conditions this week and said that our energy level is good i'd like to see a much higher level of energy i mean as much energy as we can muster against central michigan you know well you know and i mean it's and that's one thing that the team is going to really have to worry about with the kind of schedule that we have this year which is without a doubt the toughest in the nation it's we are going to have to play at such a high level week in and week out. Uh, it's going to be tough for these guys, really, to, for Georgia Southern, for Central Michigan, to get up to that level that you're going to have, you know, for a regular SEC opponent. I mean, you know, let's be frank about these guys, and, of course, you're always trying to do it. They came down and played Clemson last year and lost 70-14. to 14. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Clemson Tigers? The yes. formerly – hey, what does Clemson have in, co- in common with Bill Elliott? I do not know. <laughs> they both used to be number nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Clemson Tigers, who got their ass handed to them by Nick Satan last week, 
You're telling me those same Clemson Tigers with thunder and lightning, which combined for zero rushing yards against Alabama last week, that team put 70 points on the Chippewas? Yes. Holy crap. That very same team on October 20th. Wow. Of, of 2007. Wow. In the middle of the Chippewas' second consecutive championship run. Exactly. Wow. Okay, so you were saying, let's be frank about these guys? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, you can't expect these guys to be up and play at just that high, high intensity level week in and week out. They are going to have some down games, and this is this should be one of them. I mean, I think if we go about our business, uh, play good, old-fashioned Georgia football, run the ball, pound it down there, keep the defense off the field as much as we can, let them have a little bit of rest, we shouldn't have any problems. Because, I mean, after that, we go to South Carolina, we get on a plane, go to the dog of Palooza, we come back against what looked like a much-improved Alabama team. No doubt. Then finally get a week off, play Tennessee, play a Vanderbilt team that I think looked pretty good, and we're going to know a lot more about Vanderbilt and South Carolina <laughs> come tomorrow night. Thursday and another, night. And another big Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, and year in and year out, every other year when we would travel up to Vanderbilt, and I mean I'm going back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, Vanderbilt always plays tough in their stadium no matter what kind of team they have. And I think they've got a decent team this year, and they've got a very good coach. He's bringing them around. You know, then we got LSU, Florida, uh, maybe a little bit of a breather against Kentucky. You know, then we come right back against Auburn, and then we got Tech. I mean, it's just it's a brutal, brutal schedule. And these guys are going to have to be playing at an emotional peak starting next week pretty much throughout the rest of the season. You're right. I tell you, and you bring up a good point, too. I want to mention an article I saw this week in the uh, Associated Press, and this, of course, is going to segue into this whole number two in the poll thing because I know everybody's waiting for us to talk about that. I saw an article this week in the AP where some reporter said, you know, people are always talking about having a playoff. You know, they want a playoff. And then, the, you know, the thing is, the argument against the playoff is, well, the regular season is the playoff. You know, every week counts and all that kind of stuff. This guy actually said, we have a playoff now. It's called the SEC. Being in the SEC, that is the national playoff. We have four teams in the top ten. Probably should have five teams in the top ten if you add Alabama. And being in the SEC, that is the playoff. When Whoever comes out of the SEC with one or two losses should automatically get a berth in the national championship game, which well, is something know, we, that everybody in America, I think, is finally coming around to. Well, it'd be good. You know, and we've talked about it before. The SEC champ should have a permanent spot in the national championship game. Unfortunately, you know, that's not – uh oh, the there way it is. it is. We cannot get through a show without the old dog cell phone. The old dog cell phone going on, but uh, you know, you have that stuff that comes up, and it's just it's difficult for any team to go through the SEC undefeated. 
I know. Uh, you know, I I look at our schedule, and I don't think there's a team on there that we can't beat. But it is a brutal, brutal schedule. And if we go through this year undefeated, which I think we can and hope we will, uh, you know, they should just point us. Well, I agree. And I'll tell you, you talk about energy level. Now, look at our energy level. I'm not even that excited about I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, this is about as excited as I can get about playing Central Michigan. We're going to come in here and tell you all the things, tell you about Central Michigan showing up, tell you what we've got to do to stop this quarterback and this running back. and you know, But the energy level is just not there. We don't really start playing real football until next week. And that's just, and you know, everybody knows it. We've got to beat the Chippewas. We've got to beat them good because evidently giving up 21 points in the end, that's enough to get you bumped out of first place. Yeah. Old dog. Do you want to start off this thing about being number two? Well, you know, I mean, it wasn't, as we said in the last show, we were not going to stay number one uh, for all all this year. Uh, I didn't think it would happen this week. I figured it would happen next week. The winner of the uh, USC-Ohio State game obviously was going to go ahead of us, but it really doesn't matter where we are now. It matters when you finish. And believe me, if we go through our schedule undefeated or with one loss, we're going to be number one or we're going to be number two. I agree. And, you know, that's what I've been telling everybody all week. The bottom line is, dog fans, the only poll that counts is the last poll. There are two things you don't need to get all wrapped up in, damn where you are in the polls and recruiting. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it, brother. Because we're playing real football right now. This ain't recruiting. This is actual stuff that counts. But, you know, if we take care of business, the same thing we've been saying for the last four or five or six shows, if we take care of business, we're going to be right where we need to be to play for the national championship at the end of this year. And if we don't, it don't matter. And it doesn't right. matter if we're two this week or three this week or four next week or five the next week. We just got to take care of business, and if we do, we're going to be okay. Yeah. If and, we don't, we're out. And, you know, to just to, to go along with all the old cliches, if we take them one game at a time and win them all, <laughs> we'll be there at the end. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is, if you're worried about the players' state of mind, the players knew it was coming. Nobody's dropping their head. Nobody is upset about this being bumped back to number two or anything. If anything, I think there's some guys breathing a tiny little sigh of relief because it does take a little bit of pressure off of you without having that number one beside your name. And, Old Dog, I've got some more news. Whether or not, I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but I think this is awesome in a kind of terrible, horrible way. Did you know that Noshawn Moreno, you saw, everybody saw the touchdown run where he he was running and he pulled up and he was holding his leg and all that kind of stuff, you know, with the cramp. Word is that he told Caleb King that he was just kidding and being, like, overly dramatic on purpose just to get, like, the sideline and the fans and stuff kind of going he thought it would be funny to pretend that he was more hurt than he really was just to see if he could get like you know a gasp out of the fan base or whatever and he did i know i actually think that's kind of awesome i mean i think that's kind of a neat i mean (laughs) he's like pretending to be hurt and he's just like gotcha (laughs) i mean you know it is kind of it is kind of cool and apparently the kid's got a good sense of humor he does have a good sense of humor and he's also i think made of actual steel So um, the fact that he can pretend to be hurt and still outrun defenders on the other team while holding his leg and pretending to be hurt, you know, touch the ball eight times and score three touchdowns, I'm feeling pretty good about that. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, he's he's awesome. They ain't no doubt about it. Ain't no doubt about it. So, what else do you want to talk about on the Chippewas, man? Before we go on talking about this pool where I crushed you last week, I want to talk about the pool because you know it, it was awful the whipping that I laid on you in the in the oh I the can't even get pool. to the daggone pool. Oh, I don't even know how I did. Please, please. I don't know how you. All I know is you picked some teams and you didn't pick as many winners as I did. That's what I know. I crushed you. I came in tenth. You know we got like seventy people playing the pool now. Oh, that's great. We got like seventy people playing the pool, and I've got prizes for the top two winners. We had well, a you're tie. gonna have to. You're gonna have to show me how it works. I came in tenth, old dog. Tenth. I feel pretty good about that. As well, you should. But I wasn't as good as two guys. One, a great friend of the Dogcast, John Schwall, the guy who does all the artwork, and and he doesn't do all the artwork. We also get a lot of help from Nate. Um, but um, John does a lot for the Dogcast, helps us out a lot. He's number one at the top of the pool standings, along with a guy who calls himself Big Iron Dog. Wow. So if you're Big Iron Dog or John Schwall, send me your address, guys, at dogcast at gmail.com, and I'm going to put in a package of swag for you. Old Dog, why don't you tell our contestants what they'll be expecting from the prize closet? Because we Man, got new swag be, this could, week. It could be a bumper sticker. It could be a koozie. It could be a pen. We or have, any combination of those three. I may even throw in, I've got all kinds of crap here, but you never know what you're going to get. But the new thing this week, we got some really cool koozies and pens. I know you guys are like dying to get pens, right? So we got the soft kind of koozies that you can fold up and put in your back pocket. Handy at game day. We got dogcast koozies, dogcast pens. We got stickers, cards, window clingy decals. We got all kinds of crap. So Big Iron Dog and John Schwall, send me your address. I'll send you some presents. Um, Dogapalooza, Saturday night. Friday night, sorry. Friday night, September 19th, 7 p.m. at Bison Witches in Tempe, Arizona. Go to the website, bisonwitches.com. Click on the Tempe, Arizona location, and you can see pictures of the place. You can uh, check out the map of how to get there. We will be there at 7 o'clock Friday night. Me, Old Dog, and even the showbiz wife is going to be there also. So, um... We're going to have fun at Dogapalooza, old dog. I am jacked about all the people. I am looking people. forward to it. But we can't get ahead of ourselves. Because after this game, we travel to Columbia, South Carolina. That's true. To take on, to take on the YBC, the OBC. And, and see if we can figure and, out the OBP. And, and, the, and, the and, and the TBH, the tiny ball handler. <laughs> Do you want to explain who the tiny ball handler is? Nobody knows who the TBH is. It's Coach Spurrier's son that handles the uh, that is the ball holder for uh, for suck up when he kicks the ball. He looks like he is so tiny. I He's tell like you what, he, he looks four. like he looks like the dwarf that they had on uh, Boston Legal that Denny Crane was having sex with. <laughs> He is so freaking tiny. I'm telling you, I would be embarrassed. I wouldn't even play on the team if I was as small as him because but it's I'll very you, clear just, how he got on the just team. How, that's just how cutting edge the OBC is. Yeah, I know. You got dwarfs on TV. Damn, he puts one on his team. <laughs> his name again. is S. Spurrier on the back of his jersey. Um, so we got the Dogapalooza coming up. We got the OBC next week. We got the Chippewas and Dan Damn, We don't just have week. the OBC. We got the YBC, too. 
That's true. They're a and lethal the, combination. And the TBH, the tiny ball handler. And the TBH. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I want to talk about this week, dog fans. If you're worried about Hurricane, um, what is it? What's the girl? It's a Hannah. girl named Hannah. Yeah, Hurricane Hannah. Hannah. The vamp. You're the worried about, uh, yeah. You're. I mean, I. You know, word was that maybe it's going to be squatting on Athens. Let me tell you something. No such luck. I don't think the state of Georgia is even going to get one drop of rain out of this thing. So you're looking at smoking hot, 88 degrees, 90 degrees, 90% humidity, your regular old smoking, smoking hot September Saturday in Athens. So come on down, wear your sunscreen. It ain't going to be raining. Yeah, the only place that you're going to get hit by uh, Hurricane Hannah is if you're at Wrightsville Beach. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, old dog, you got anything else? We're gonna keep. This, we got to cut this baby yeah, short. There's not much. I mean, to talk about that's anymore. about it. I mean, you know, it's it's really hard to get fired up. We're gonna be in Athens. We're gonna have a good time. It's a football Saturday in Athens, Georgia. What could be better than that? Absolutely. So, send us your addresses. Call us at 706-534-1516. Email us at dogcast at gmail.com. Join the pool. You can click in the join button uh, on the little widget thing on the left side of the webpage. You can check standings if you want to see how bad I beat Old Dog this week. And uh, click join and join up and make your picks. Click on the button that says my picks. And um, I know that pool is a little confusing, but I appreciate everybody who did figure it out. We had about 70 listeners figure it out. Come on and join us in the pool. If you win, I'll send you some stuff. You got to love that. Old dog, you take us out of here, buddy. It's game day almost. I tell you what, we're counting it down. We got got three days kickoff in Athens, 3.30. As, don't miss it. Be there. Go dogs. Hey, Derek, old dog. This is Ryan from Winder. Um, heard some news today that my beloved Bulldogs lost their number one ranking to number two. All right, well, you know something? I got a few words about that. We let Georgia Southern score 21 points against our scout team, third string scout team, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that's a reflection of how our coach is. We have a class guy for a head coach and not some evil, freaking maniac, asshole self that uh, wants to run up the score and keep their starters in the whole game. We have a coach that wants to get everybody playing time, and, you know, and he, he made a comment on the dog show, dog, uh, the Bulldog dog Coaches Show about how he would be more excited to see his second and third team score more than his first team. I got just the one news. ESPN, I feel shattered this again. I'm not happy about this. And, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Okay, we may lose our number one or two spot, but we didn't lose a game. No big team beat another big team. And it's just ridiculous, guys. You know, I just feel like, I mean, I feel like we got a black cloud hanging over us. But, uh Anyway, go dogs, and you know maybe it just gives us more reason to be pissed off this weekend and beat the hell out of this this uh, Central Michigan team that has a a Heisman quarterback. Like you said, it's supposed to be like Colt Brennan, another Heisman quarterback. Man, just go dogs, and uh, guys, yeah, have a nice week. Go dogs. Hey, Dick, with all this Ray and Valdez, I'm sitting here watching the dogs on ESPN 360, and uh, I'm loving this Blair Walsh man, end zone kicker. 
53 yard nailed. I'm loving it. Hey, Derek, no dog. As if we need another John on the call in line. Uh, this is John reporting live from behind enemy lines in Ann Arbor. We're just, uh, I guess, the Friday before the big opening day. The Friday night before big opening day. I heard on a local radio station up the road that the state college was still offering season ticket packages. So the night before opening day, you can order up season tickets to see the Spartans. So good win Saturday. Keep up the good work. And for those who didn't get to see the telecast, uh, tell us how Ugga did. Did, did. did Sonny train him up right? So long. Good old.